Hello, listeners. Welcome to the first episode of Ruth Alone. Let's jump right into it. First, Ruth, I have a question for you. Oh yeah, Ruth? What is it? Well, what's your three-year plan for your professional development? Good question, Ruth. Honestly, I've been having a little bit of trouble thinking about what my three-year plan is, because the topic I've chosen is implementation of Indigenous ways of knowing in my classroom without tokenizing it or just doing it as a one-off activity. The reason I'm having trouble with implementing a three-year plan in this is because a couple nights ago, a thought of mine was confirmed that Indigenous ways of knowing and reconciliation is a lifelong process and cannot be simplified to a three-year plan. Oh yeah? Tell me more about it! So a couple nights ago, I went to a professional development session from the Education Students Association, and it was a blanket exercise. I learned that to be fully part of reconciliation, I am making a lifelong commitment, as I should be. It is the responsibility of all Canadians to engage in reconciliation practices in order for true reconciliation to occur. I want this to be part of my lifelong journey into teaching. So far, I've learned that I must look, I must look inward and constantly reflect on my journey as a colonizer on this land. One of my favorite articles from an Indigenous class by, was by Willie Ermine, titled Aboriginal Epistemologies. And one of my favorite understandings I've taken from that is this idea that Aboriginal people were on a valid search for subjective inner knowledge in order to arrive at insights into existence. I'm going to repeat that. Aboriginal people were on a valid search for subjective inner knowledge in order to arrive at insights into existence. Although this is quite a broad concept, I've understood that I understood it in the context of teaching and professional learning. The idea that looking within or searching for subjective inner knowledge is not a new concept within education. To look inward as a 21st century educator is part of the curriculum. Brookfield has an insight into this learning as they explain that the only way we can become aware of our assumptions, particularly ones we've missed or never been aware of, is to view what we do through the equivalent side of mirrors. We need to be able to see ourselves from unfamiliar angles. As I believe everyone has the responsibility of reconciling, I must look at my privilege, at my role as a colonizer, and how I have the duty to teach Indigenous ways of knowing, constantly looking at the multiple angles that come along with teaching that. But in the next three years of this lifelong journey, I plan on focusing on these four things. Number one, being aware of my positionality in every teaching moment. So being aware that while I'm not Indigenous, I am a treaty person. That is, a person who reaps from the benefit of this land, but from the benefits of this land that is subjected to, subject to the treaty. And thus have a responsibility to fully represent this land and the full history surrounding it. Number two, building growing relationships with people in the Indigenous community is essential. I believe I can do this through building relationships for my mentors from the faculty who are part of the Indigenous community and or building relationships with professional development presenters who are also part of the Indigenous community. Number three, as Bambino suggests, I must be purposeful with my choice of critical friends, ensuring that I am surrounding myself with people who will be responsible and critical with my journey into engaging in Indigenous ways of knowing and be able to have open and honest conversations with them. And finally, number four, 
as Marie, B Marie Batiste, another Indigenous scholar I studied during my Indigenous course, suggests in her book, Decolonizing Education, educators will need to identify new processes, such as raising the collective voice of Indigenous peoples, exposing the injustices in our colonial history, deconstructing the past by critically examining the social, as well as many other different processes towards decolonization. Batiste suggests doing so by keeping up, keeping with up-to-date Indigenous ways of knowing through professional development. As Hargreaves and Fullen suggest, PLD is meaningless without collaboration, so I must discuss what I learned with my community of critical friends where I can discuss ways I can implement these learnings in the classroom as a meaningful way, in a meaningful way and inspire others to do the same. There may be an opportunity for me to teach on the Siksika Reserve, where my students will all be Blackfoot. Brookfield highlights that good work is an awareness week in, week out, of how our students are experiencing learning. I will be teaching knowledge from a non-Indigenous perspective, so I must be responsible for and aware of the power dynamic that my Western understanding of the, of the world will be what I will predominantly be teaching. I must always make an effort towards keeping up with Indigenous ways of knowing to be a responsible and reflective educator for my future, for my future students. That's it for now. Thank you for listening. Good night, folks.